0: Stepping into the light. From Flashbangs and Frag Grenades. By Calchexis. Read by Sam Gabriel. Based on League of Legends by Riot Games. Chapter 2 In her dream she was burning. Everything was burning, herself and all the world. It was all burning. There were shapes in the fire. Shapes that stared out at her with eyes that she recognized and spoke with voices that she thought she should know. Explosions detonated around her. Secondary explosions, chemicals catching fire and catalyzing violently in their containers. Somewhere in the distance a tox-toad was croaking. Jinx knew the sounds and understood the what and why of them. It wasn't complicated, after all. Set flame, watch it burn. The fire dances into the distance, finds more friends, then boom. More burning. Flames and booms and burning were her speciality, after all. It was what she did best. Whether or not it was what she intended to do, because...
1: Because you're a jinx!
0: Jinx opened her eyes. And reality slotted back into place with a jarring click in her mind. The dream was already filtering away and in its place was the soft susurration of breathing. A warm presence shifted in her arms and against her chest as Lux took a deep breath in her sleep and settled her head against Jinx. Her hair pooled in rivulets of gold over her face and across Jinx's bare shoulders and breasts, and Jinx slowly brought her arm up and around Lux's shoulder, drawing her in a little closer against the morning chill. The sun wasn't quite up, which was perfect. Lux loved watching the sunrise, and Jinx loved watching Lux watch the sunrise. The way her face lit up and the way the light streamed through her hair. It was like everything else about Lux. Perfect. It only took Jinx a moment to orient her inner clock. Fifteen minutes, give or take, till sunrise, she had to move. Jinx turned to press a kiss to Lux's forehead, then shifted around her gathering up the blankets and the young woman burrowed inside them into her arms and lifted. Lux let out a sleepy myrrh as she was moved, and her eyes flickered open as Jinx stood up in the icy morning air and began carrying Lux to the den. Jinx could feel her curl up more firmly against her, just like she could feel Lux nip playfully against her skin. Lux wouldn't say it yet. She always waited for Jinx to say it first. It was part of their morning tradition and one that Jinx relished. Jinx's long hair trailed behind her like a drooping blue pennant as she carried Lux into the den and sat down on the couch. She was freezing, but then again she was also naked and it was nearly winter, so that made sense. Still not as cold as a frail autumn, though. Piltover had a kind of wet chill thanks to being so close to the ocean, and the walls kept the worst of it out. She would be warm soon, though. Settling onto the couch— Jinx adjusted the blankets with Lux's somewhat sleepy help, and soon they were curled up together, with Lux happily pressing her back into Jinx as they both watched Dawn break over and through the slender spires of Piltover. Good morning, Lux, Jinx said in soft, slurring gutlough. Lux caught Jinx's wrists and pulled them around her chest as she sighed happily. Good morning, Jinx. Jinx took a deep breath as she relaxed, the comfort of their ritual settling into her as the sun slowly crept up over the horizon. It had been a long time since quiet had been any kind of comfort to her, but lately it had been more common than not. Jinx wasn't sure what to make of that. Things were changing, that much was obvious. She was changing. That thought frightened Jinx more than she expected it to. In the hollows of her mind, she wondered if the change was good or bad. The only way for her to tell would be if Lux smiled when she saw the change, but what if she didn't smile? Jinx curled up a little tighter around Lux at the thought and buried her face in her lover's messy golden hair. It was soft and smelled like sunshine, and for now, everything was okay. Lux was still smiling at her. She hadn't changed, and nothing had to change. Right? Swallowing thickly, Jinx nuzzled against Lux's neck and whispered, Hey, Blondie, hmm? Lux turned a little, but their position kept her from looking Jinx in the eye. That was probably for the best. I know I'm not good,
1: Jinx began quietly. Jinx, you're... Jinx
0: shook her head hard, and Lux fell silent. It was hard to get her words out sometimes. Lux knew that. She knew that sometimes it took Jinx a long time to get them to come out, so she waited. I'm not, Jinx said. I'm not good. I'm,
1: I'm Jinx. Lux reached up and stroked her cheek. Can you tell me what's wrong? She asked. I'm not good, Jinx repeated slowly. But am I, am I good
0: enough? A hand slipped over Jinx's and caught her fingers. And Lux shifted until she was turned around beneath the cover and pulled Jinx's scarred, calloused palm to her cheek. Blue eyes, beautiful blue, stared up at her, and they were scared. They were worried. Lux squeezed Jinx's hand you know you are, remember? Jinx nodded shakily. Her eyes wouldn't stop burning. She kept blinking, but her eyes just wouldn't stop burning. They felt wet and shaky, and her chest was hitching. Remember what I told you before we
1: lived together? The night you saved my brother, Lux continued. You remember, right? She nodded again and leaned in to press her forehead to Lux's. He said that I'm... I'm enough. Jinx's
0: voice cracked across the last word. And? Lux prompted. And that I'll always be enough. Something broke. Something that wasn't already broken finally gave out and Jinx curled up against Lux in a shaky, miserable ball and began to cry. Every inch of her lean, scarred body was trembling, and Lux let out a startled "Oh!" as Jinx began to gasp and sob against her shoulder. She couldn't breathe. The inside of her chest was thick and heavy. Her heart thumped and labored like it was trying to beat from inside of her throat as her fingers clenched and unclenched. And despite trying to stop, Jinx couldn't. She couldn't stop. She could feel warmth trickling down across her head from Lux's own tears as she pressed her face to Jinx's crown and whispered soft reassurances. Enough. 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 Jinx was Jinx.
1: Stands for Jinx.
0: Because you're a Jinx! Jinx flinched as the voice crashed through her head. Whispers and snarls like static explosions hammered her temples. Shut up! Jinx snarled. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Jinx! Monks cried. Jinx, it's okay! There's no one else here. It's just me, okay? It's just me. You're with me and you're okay. Why did you do this? Oh my fault! Oh my fault! Jinx, please come back to me. I'm trying to help! I was only trying to help! Jinx thrashed, but someone caught her arms and pinned them to her side. Jinx, look at me! Something about the voice pierced the cloud of static whispers and hissing accusations. The voice hushed with an animal snarl as Jinx jerked her head to the side, and blue, blue eyes filled her vision for a brief moment before vanishing, only to be replaced with a pale hand gripping a thousand... Thousand flashing lights. The hand held the lights in front of Jinx's eyes, and patterns upon patterns slipped through her mind like oil through cracks in shattered streets. Lights like rainbows, like dying stars, like burning buildings. There were so many lights, and Jinx started to relax as she stared into the light. By measures, her breathing slowed and her spasming muscles began to go slack. There was nothing but the light, and... Jinx blinked and found herself staring up at the ceiling of their flat. Jinx? Lux's voice sounded... scared. Turning her head, Jinx found Lux holding on tightly and staring worriedly up at her, and there was a handful of flashing lights gripped in her hand. Lights like she'd used on the Noxian killer... Every inch of Jinx's body ached, and after a moment her brain caught up with itself. I. Hey, Jinx muttered as she sat up and pressed a palm to her forehead. Hey, hey, wait. Luck sat up with her and draped her arms over Jinx's narrow shoulders. Are you back with me? Jinx, please say something. I'm sorry, Jinx said weakly. I. I don't know what happened, Blondie. I just. I'm sorry. She tried to curl in on herself, but Lux wouldn't let her. No, Jinx, no, it's okay. Lux brought her hands to her cheek to turn her head about and leaned to capture her lips in a brief reassuring kiss. You're okay, and I'm okay, and we're okay, I promise, she said. You didn't blow anything up. Slowly Lux slid back and pulled Jinx along with her. She dragged Jinx down until they were both sprawled on the couch and Jinx was lying on top of her with her head settled against Lux's chest and her ear over Lux's heart. The thump-thump, thump-thump, thump-thump was a comforting sound as Lux pulled the covers back over them and stroked her fingers up and down along Jinx's spine. What if one day I'm not
1: enough? Jinx whispered. What if. What if I get
0: worse? What if she already was? You'll always be enough, Jinx, Lux said as she leaned down to kiss the top of Jinx's head. You're perfect for me, and you always will be. Jinx nodded, but she still wasn't sure. How could she be? How could she possibly be sure? For the first time that she could ever remember, Jinx wanted something more than just to blow everything up. She wanted something that wasn't even related to blowing anything up. She wanted to to be good. Or maybe not good. She wasn't even sure what that meant, really, but she knew that she wanted to be good for Lux. At least, she didn't want to scare Lux. She didn't want to worry Lux. Lux was good and perfect, and she shouldn't ever have to be scared or worry about anything ever, especially not Jinx. She's a Jinx. Her name is Jinx, Jinx mumbled
1: because it stands for Jinx. What was that?
0: Jinx shook her head. Nothing. She pulled herself up from Lux's chest, caught her, and pulled her into a warm, slow kiss. Their tongues danced against one another, and Lux moaned softly as she relaxed, then split her arms around Jinx's body, finding all the familiar hills and little valleys, the furrows and divots of scars with her fingers. When Jinx finally pulled away, she was smiling again. She could feel the familiar stretch to her face. It felt better. She felt better. But there was no telling how long that would last. Not more. Pushing herself up with both arms, Jinx stared down at Lux with a predatory smile, and color bloomed across Lux's cheeks as Jinx straddled her. Hey, Blondie, Um, yeah? Lux swallowed visibly and licked her lips. I'm gonna be better than enough, Jinx said, her smile widening to bare her teeth. Okay, I'm gonna be even better. Lux stared up at her in surprise for a moment, then smiled that beautiful, perfect smile of hers, the one that said Jinx was doing the right thing, and nodded. Okay, Lux replied as she reached up and brushed a few strands of blue from Jinx's face. But you know you'll always be enough, right? She did, and she nodded because she believed Lux, because Lux was perfect and Lux would never lie to her. She was enough for Lux, and that had always been enough for Jinx, too. Knowing she was enough was enough, but now, now she wanted more. She wanted to be more than enough because Lux deserved more than just enough. They spent the rest of the morning curled around each other. Their hands roamed across familiar curves, and lips found lips in familiar ways. But through it all, Jinx could feel something different from Lux. It was like fear, but not. It was more like she was trying to get closer than before. She was holding on tighter, kissing harder. Jinx knew why it was. she wasn't stupid, she knew. She knew that her brain wasn't... good. That sometimes her brain went one place and her body went another. She knew that just like she knew that Lux was worried about her. Eventually, though, Lux had to get up. Unfortunately, I actually have to do my job, she grumbled. Gotta kill anybody? Jinx asked as she lay sprawled out on the couch and watched shamelessly as Lux got dressed. Lux huffed out a quiet laugh. Unfortunately, no. At least then I could blow off some steam. She sat down as she pulled on her boots, then ran her hands through her hair to work out the snarls that had settled in overnight. No, I'm just following some bloated goober with more brass than brains and a banking account full of taxation discrepancies. Pfft, boring. Jinx flopped back onto the couch. Well, if the Radiant ever calls on me to knock the supports out from under a spire or something, you can come along and help, Lux said with a smile. Jinx sat up with a manic grin. Promise? Yes, I promise, Lux said, leaning in to peck a kiss on Jinx's cheek. Now i really gotta go, or I'm going to have to play catch-up on this spire rat in an aerial cab. Remember if you go out, leave a note, Jinx grumbled. And if you don't, then I'll find you, Lux said pausing as she held out her hand, which Jinx took and squeezed lightly. I'll always find you. Jinx nodded. And another kiss, then two, and then three later. Lux was out the door, and Jinx was sitting up and staring after her. Her heart already hurt a little bit because it always did when she couldn't see Lux. It was okay, though. Lux would be back. In the meantime, sitting up from the couch, Jinx walked over to her desk and retrieved the letter. It was right where she'd left it, so she hadn't just imagined it. A part of her almost hoped that she had been—that it had just been another strange trick, that her not-good brain had been playing on her—but it was still there, waiting for her to decide. The paper at the very back was ready and willing, and all she had to do was say the word, and then lay down the ink and it would be done. Setting the paper aside, she went back to the bedroom and got dressed. Not in her lying-around clothes, either, but the outfit she wore when she went out to paint the town red. Then she sat down at her desk and put Pow-Pow back together. It was easy enough now that she knew it was wrong. It only took a couple of hours, but by the time she was finished, she knew what she wanted to do. She'd known all along, if she were being honest. Reaching back under her notes... She pulled the envelope back out, flipped it open, pulled out the pages, and reread them, only pausing at the final line of the final page. Sign here, it said, in big, fancy, sweeping letters. All she had to do was say yes and sign. My name is Jinx, Jinx recited as she picked up her stylus, dipped it in the half-empty inkwell at the corner of her desk, and pressed the tip to the parchment. It stands for Jinx. Blue sparks spilled from each letter that she completed, and the word, the name, flashed when it was finished. Jinx took another moment to pen a short note, stuck all the papers back where they came from, then stuck the note to the envelope and tossed it in the bed. If Jinx wasn't back before Lux was, then she would know that everything was okay. With that done and her promise fulfilled, Jinx opened her mouth and spoke the words. I accept. Blue light and mist and the smell of ozone surrounded her, and with a thunderclap that rattled the windows, the flat was left empty. I'm home! Lux's words echoed through the flat as the door swung shut, and a chill ran down her spine as she doffed her cloak. There was no mess, no catastrophe in the den, no literal writing on the walls, and no jinx. Lux swallowed back the instinctive panic that had crawled down and settled unpleasantly into her stomach. Ever since that harrowing day two weeks ago when Jinx had vanished, and Lux had been forced to crawl through half the sewers in Zahn to find her, she'd been apprehensive about leaving Jinx alone for any length of time. Every time she had to set foot out of their flat, every time she had to do a dead drop or fulfill some aspect of her duty to the Radiant, it was with a cold dread. Jinx's episode this morning hadn't helped matters. What if it happened again? What if it had already happened? Calm down, Lux, she muttered to herself. Just calm down. A note. Jinx had promised to leave her a note if she went out, just so Lux would know she was okay. If there was no note, then and only then would Lux assume the worst. That was the deal. Now if only Lux had thought to specify where Jinx was supposed to leave said note. Carding her fingers through her hair, Lux checked over Jinx's desk first. That was no small task either. It was a mess of papers at the best of times, and while today wasn't the worst, it was certainly solidly between days. Blueprints and doodles were sandwiched between diagrams and equations, and it took the better part of twenty minutes for Lux to be able to be certain she hadn't overlooked anything. Pow-pow and fishbones were missing, too, but that was no surprise. Wherever Jinx went, her guns went. The kitchen and den were easy enough to check. Jinx's mass rarely migrated far from her desk beyond the odd gear of sprocket. Nothing. The bedroom, then. There were only so many places to leave a note. The bed was still messy and crumpled from the night's sleep and from having had most of the bedclothes used as cuddling material on the couch while they watched the sunrise. She'd been doubly grateful for the extra padding when Jinx had begun thrashing, though. "'Please let there be a note,' Lux muttered as she rifled around the bed. Lux's heart soared as she turned up a piece of paper with a few words in Jinx's habitually crabbed handwriting on it. More curiously, though... Was what it was taped to. It was an envelope of exceptionally fine, thick stationery addressed to, to Jinx. The bottom fell out of her stomach. How, how had someone known to reach Jinx here? Were they compromised? If the radiant found out that Lux was not only sharing a home but a bed with an infamous zonite criminal, Lux turned Jinx's note over and scanned it quickly. "'expecting to find that she'd gone to deal "'with some extortion scheme or blackmail attempt. "'Be back late, Blondie. "'I've got a thing.' "'Luck stared at the short message "'and mentally resolved to have another conversation with Jinx "'regarding the difference between the spirit "'and the letter of agreements. "'At least she knew this wasn't Jinx herring off "'thanks to a psychotic break, "'but it was little more reassuring than that, "'and given the nature of the envelope, that wasn't much. "'Setting the note aside... Lux looked over the envelope cautiously. There was a stain on the front from a wax seal, but the seal itself was gone, probably discarded somewhere on the floor. And there was no return address either. Flicking the envelope open, Lux drew out the thick parchment that Jinx had apparently hastily stuffed back inside and unfolded it. Her eyes flicked back and forth across the lines, and with every sentence, Lux's dread grew greater and darker. This was worse than she could possibly have imagined. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.